Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. You know, a couple mornings ago, I woke up and the garage door from my house had been left open all night. That's kind of a security risk. You don't really want to leave your door open all night because somebody could just come on in. And so I went in the kitchen, kind of upset with my children, and snarkily said, of course, someone left the garage door open all night, to which my youngest son said, Dad, that was you. (laughs) And I realized I was the one who had done it. Now, this is a trivial example, but it's an example where I brought an accusation before my family, to which my family responded, and they gave a chance to defend themselves. And then in turn, we realized who was actually wrong, and it was me, because more than one witness stood up and said, Dad, you were the one who left it open. They all chimed in and said, Dad, it was you. Now, we live in a world where some places in the world have a fair system of law and order, a fair system of judgment, and other places don't. I live in the United States. Our system is not perfect, but it at least assumes that you are innocent until proven guilty. And there's a system in place for any individual, company, group, organization to bring charges against anyone else and a system through which those charges are investigated, that they're heard by a trial of our peers, and that they are um, judged on by a judge. And these are all things that we take for granted in the United States. I was thinking about places where they're not so prevalent. If you, think, you can think about many places around the globe where there is a singular person or a singular government in charge that oppresses its own people. I can think of one easy example for us as Americans that outrages us, and that is the uh, WNBA star Brittany Griner, who has gone to Russia and she took a contraband substance. She broke the law. Yes, indeed she did. And they have a system there where they found her guilty of the thing that she did, and they sentenced her. Now, the ridiculous thing is that they took this opportunity to sentence her to something that is so absurd, it shows that there really is no law and order in that country. Because a simple contraband substance like she took in should have maybe gotten her a week in prison, maybe just a fine, maybe a slap on the wrist, I don't know, but it it was not deserving of decades in prison. And she is serving time in a hard Russian prison because law and order does not exist there. And if you're hearing my voice and you're thinking that's an extreme example, it's because you have become so accustomed to the fact that you live in a fantastic country, if you live in a Western country, especially the United States, where freedom and democracy and fairness are the goal of what we do. Now, is the system broken? Yes, it's not perfect but it is better than any system currently in place on the planet or in the history of the planet. And so we need to take that to heart because as I read this next sentence, I hear the rumblings of law and order and the underpinnings that it provides to a society and how it's one of the reasons why the Roman government was so effective for so long. It says this in Acts chapter 25, verse 14. During their stay of several days with Festus, During their stay of several days, Festus discussed Paul's case with King Agrippa. Now, just a reminder, Paul has been on trial. He was sitting before Felix. Felix got scared because Paul said, you got to be righteous, and Felix was totally unrighteous. And so Felix held him for two years looking for a bribe. Then Felix leaves. Festus hears the case. But Festus just wants to make the Jews happy, and he's kind of ignorant to who Paul is. So he just kind of does the bare minimum, ultimately hoping that Paul will get killed by some assassin and this thing will go away. That doesn't happen, in fact, because Paul appeals to Caesar. 
And so the next couple of days, sometime in the near future, Agrippa, who's having an affair with his sister, comes and enjoys this time in Caesarea to meet with Festus. And so as King Agrippa comes and hears this case, Festus and he start discussing. And it says, there's a prisoner here whose case was left for me by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the leading priests and the Jewish elders pressed charges against him and asked me to condemn him. I pointed out to them that Roman law does not convict people without a trial. They must be given an opportunity to confront their accusers and defend themselves. I love how Festus points out that Roman law provides someone the opportunity to defend themselves. My kids had an opportunity to defend themselves. In our judicial system, people have an opportunity to defend themselves. Hopefully, we get the, the sentencing correct in most cases. And in many places, that's not possible. And so I want to pray for us to be the kind of people who actually investigate and search for the truth, that we don't blindly just follow mob mentality, that we look into things, that we investigate, that we have a skeptical heart, that we assume people are innocent until proven guilty and not the other way around, because that comes from a system of law and order, which is underpinned by God's design, God's structure for us. Let's pray. Father, I pray that every person listening to my voice would be living in a place of freedom. And I pray that they would not be living in oppression. I pray that we would all know the spiritual freedom that comes through you. But I also pray that we would know the real freedom that can come from living in a democratic location, a place where freedom and liberty are valued, where people like Festus can say no I'm not going to condemn him until he gets a fair trial. God, I pray for all the times that our society gets it wrong and it's a messed up trial. I pray that you would fill in the blanks and show that person that they're still loved. But God, more often than not, I pray that you would shine through and that the verdicts and the decisions in our country would be right. God, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.